Time now for a few tales from the armchair. Yes, that's the pandemic way. This is Doug Wallace, editor and publisher of TravelRight.today. Just when you thought you were going somewhere, you're not. Except maybe to the fridge. For more ham. Let's have a few words today about all the new news that's coming at you from all the big travel brains, the future of travel, the new normal, blah, blah, blah. You have to keep in mind that quite a lot of information is conjecture. You can't really plan ahead. It's just too hard. You just have to wait and knit something, wash the car again. What we can count on, though, is that yes, planes will work differently. Yes, less dense places will be first in line for visits. Yes, your travel time will be carefully considered and cautiously executed. More complicated, more expensive, more annoying, frankly. So, given all this, today's list is about pointers, ideas to point you in the right travel direction. That's why they're called pointers. Number one. Relax. No more rushing. Take time for people, yourself and your family. There's lots of time, as we've all figured out these past few months. Number two. Travel will really have to be worth it for us to put up with all the BS. You're not going to put yourself at risk if the payout isn't spectacular. Whatever you do, focus on the experience. Low volume, high value. Number three, reconnect with your family in some way. Spend a few days at your sister's house. Take your dad on a mini road trip. Farther afield, family travel is going to veer toward more private adventure, isolated villas, more inventive travel bubbles, etc. Less Disneyland. Number four, forgot how to camp? Time to relearn. Make time for the outdoors, fresh air, and experiences with nature. Even if that's in your own backyard. Do you remember how much fun the tent in the backyard was? I do. Number five. Friends with cottages. Yes, those old friends you've always wanted to reconnect with for a weekend. Now's the time to invite them over. Or invite yourself over. Friends can do that. Number six. DIY. Find a lake and rent a cabin like you did when you were first married. You'd be surprised how satisfying it is to only have concern for what you actually need rather than something lavish that you don't need. Number seven, book your travel with a credit card and not a debit card so as to take advantage of the travel insurance. Make sure that there are cancellation policies you can live with and the appropriate travel insurance if and when you leave the country which is not advised last time I checked. Number eight, think of travel as the adventure it's always been. Embrace the travel reset and pretend you're cutting edge. Just suck it up and soak up the weirdness. Number nine, bonus tip, find the winter holiday chalet now before everybody else starts looking. My pre-pandemic travel adventure didn't get any airplay at all. The one I squeaked in right before they closed the U.S.-Canada border. Columbus, Ohio. And it was a gay press trip. I kept telling everyone that Columbus was the new San Francisco, and everybody seemed to buy it. But I made that up. Columbus is really itself. 
It's one of a kind, and it's really welcoming to everyone, including the LGBTQ community. It actually has one of the biggest prides in the Midwest. In my recent story for In Magazine, I wander through my visit to the Columbus Museum of Art and its groundbreaking exhibit, Art After Stonewall. The show explored the impact of the LGBTQ civil rights movement on the art world, demonstrating how artists, avant-gardists, activists, social change, everything triggered like a new look at emerging queer subculture. There's a virtual tour online at columbusmuseum.org. And while I was in Ohio, I managed quite a few platefuls of quite a lot of food. I love watching Americans eat. Three drinks in front of them, asking a dozen questions, asking for substitutions, more sauce, less sauce, ordering side dishes only to barely touch them. Sending back the carrot juice because it wasn't fresh squeezed, merely squeezed last night. Who does that? Like, what are you drinking carrot juice for anyways? I have a couple of incredible Columbus restaurants for you to consider for your road trip. It's only seven hours from Toronto. The Guild House is part of a chain with a big farm-to-table menu. Who doesn't like a restaurant that has duck toast on the dinner menu? I had a smoked chicken and yam hash for breakfast there, and man, that was good. And at Ambrose and Eve, the elevated comfort food really hit the spot, with things like fried chicken and mac and cheese, fried bologna sandwiches, and buttermilk biscuits. Say goodbye, waste. Columbus is cool the same way Pittsburgh is, as in Austin, the second-tier places like that. This is a trend, the B-list. The fun places that are less crowded and less expensive than the A-listers. This is going to be a good idea going forward. I'm talking Quebec City, Birmingham over London, Ghent instead of Brussels, Lyon instead of Paris, simply just for the eating. Osaka, Jaipur, Valparaiso, and not Santiago, even Adelaide or Hobart in Australia are really worth adding to this list. Think about it. Less hassle, cheaper hotel rooms, more space, easier social distancing, fewer idiots, just locals. And just think of all that cutting-edge cachet. Travel post-COVID, are you ready? I can't wait to spend five hours in the airport before I actually leave the ground. What deliciously unfortunate mayhem that will be. But you know what I'll be happy to see the back of? Crap boarding procedures. Passengers who are super elite, super duper elite, double plus extra eliteness can board now kindly. Oh my god, I sound like Ed Sullivan. Those of you in group loser, please remain seated. I think it's going to be more like, we've got a full flight today, ladies and gentlemen, so there's not going to be enough room for any of your children. I'm going to have to ask you to leave them behind or leave the lineup, please. Old people, our apologies, but you're just too old to board at this time. You know I'm kidding. But me, I'm going to wear my trademark earplugs and my diaper. That's a peace of my mind, however small. I guess today's moral is, fasten your seatbelts, it's going to be a bumpy night. But make sure you wipe it down first, both ends. That's good advice. Find more travel inspiration at the newly improved and totally refreshed TravelRight.today. It's looking great. Smell you later. 